Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name is Carter, and I am joined by John Lennon, maybe? It is Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I got that chaotic energy going on today. So I, I can just tell. To I can tell. Yeah. It's, I, I can't tell if that was like excited that it's Wednesday or if like, oh my God, it's only Wednesday. Like, I don't know what that is. It's kind of a is. mix. It's kind of a mix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. I mean, we got a uh, we got the Stanley Cup final on today. Yeah, so. we do. And it, you want to talk about chaotic energy? That game so far. Oh, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> three as we're as we're recording this, if people are listening the next day, it's three three going into the sec or into the third period. And yeah. man, so that's I where knew I should have put money down when Tampa was down three one because the odds at the time were like six like plus six fifty or something like that. I'm like. Yeah, it's insane. I'm like, oh, it, it, this would like be the one time it'd be worth it to throw down five bucks, see what happens. You know, like yeah, it's right. only tied right now. Obviously, it's not like Colorado can still win this game. But I'm just like, man, that looks pretty damn good right now. Actually. Those are some damn good odds for like betting on Tampa to to win the game still, because like yeah. obviously they're not out of it at any point. Like they could be down eight no. one and they still won't be out of it. So, but, but that being <laughs> said, though, we've seen the trend of okay, they're kind of off for the first two games. And then they light it up. So maybe it's a good thing that I held off, actually. I feel yeah. like it's like a game three and, uh, you know, farther. So, oh, yeah. If they go down two nothing in the series, like <laughs> money <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a wrap. I'm putting my life savings down on them to win the series because that's a good payout there. <laughs> that's a great payout. I could, could maybe pay half my student loan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sad reality. The yeah. sad reality. <laughs> <laughs> Got a quack quack hello from Ali. Hey, welcome. Surprised you guys are filming right now and not doing a watch along. Yeah. We just want to hang uh, out with you guys. Want to do our episode. It's uh, yeah. it's only every week now, so we got to, you know, we got to get our hangouts in when we can with you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, especially because it's once a week and then we're going to, you know, have a bit of a break and yeah, we just we just want to hang out with the peeps. So to yeah. hang out with the peeps. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we got uh, some exciting stuff on the table for today's episode. We got John Gibson talk. If you've been on Twitter or social media at all as a Ducks <laughs> fan, you, <laughs> there's that, Jeez, you know, you've that been on the headlines. Hockey, if you've been on hockey Twitter over the last week, shit's been wild as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah actually, true. sorry. Retra- like, retract my statement about, you know, like tonight's game one being you know chaotic energy hockey twitter this week being being chaotic energy oh true yeah right? <laughs> the stuff that like we've seen with john gibson mm. i know for flames twitter there was uh, a random thing going around that uh, johnny gaudreau had been signed or like it hadn't been pencil or like pen to paper yet but like mm. it was an agreed upon thing flames nation kind of went crazy and right away that got shut down by closer <laughs> sources yeah uh, ryan leslie who's the uh host for the calgary flames uh broadcast on Sportsnet, literally just retweeted the tweet and just said nope <laughs> <laughs> and uh if you're if you're an oilers fan you got videos of Connor mcdavid going around and uh zach cassian as well and Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what else has been going on this week. Those are kind of the three main ones, but yeah, I mean, those are kind been, of the main ones. There, there's been coaches getting hired, coaches getting fired, coaches interviewing yeah, Bruce all Cass- over the place. Bruce, so. uh, yeah, Bruce Cassidy. I, it's not a news point here, but Bruce Cassidy's like out of a job for what less than a week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gets gets let go by Boston, which 
I, I learned after the fact that like Boston management came to his house and fired him. Ooh. That's brutal. Yeah, that's tough. Like, I mean, at least you didn't I, have to drive anywhere, but I mean, like, you could say, yeah. hey, let's meet for dinner and chat, and then you, you buy him dinner, and then you're like, well, finally, you're fired. They were talking about away. that on the yes, on uh, on the Steve Dangle podcast. They were like, okay, like, would you rather get fired at home, or would you rather, like, you know, make the drive to the office kind of thing and get told, or, like, go elsewhere? And um, Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to get fired in my own home. That's crap. Yeah. So, and that's one of, like, I guess, like, one of the, what like, one of the few, in my opinion, downsides So like, people who work from home now mm-hmm. as, as long as it's uh you know not like a place that you're consistently in i feel like that like you know gives you some comfort like for me it's it is my it is my living room um and uh like i yeah i wouldn't want to get fired buzz in there so but i'd be like i'd be fine in here i feel like if that were to happen yeah so. yeah you can like separate it a little yeah bit. you can separate yeah. it a little yeah you just be like, okay i'm just gonna avoid that room for a bit but yeah if, for like for me if it's my living room i'm like i gotta walk through that every day and i'm like i don't want to relive that so yeah but. i think for me the worst uh the worst room in the house to be fired in would be the bathroom because like that's my sanctuary <laughs> man <laughs> like that's where i go to just let all my problems go among other things but <laughs> if you're i got just, fired in there i wouldn't know where to go you're just <laughs> on the toilet like facetiming your boss uh yeah so, so uh yeah so here so i'll, I'll facetime you here okay, okay. here we'll even just for just for our viewers here we'll even, we'll even put in like the facetime oh perfect kinda, yeah. kinda, kinda <laughs> in portrait uh, mode <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> Uh, Carter, I, I really hate to do this, but uh, you know, I, I know we just said two weeks ago uh, during exit interviews that uh, that you were safe, that your job was fine, and that um, unfortunately, though, we we have to let you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, you just let one out right then. It's like that's what I think about you firing me, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> How awkward but perfect would that be, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I would really only answer a FaceTime call if it was, like, you or like, my girlfriend. If, like, when I was in the bathroom. Like, if it was my boss, I would be like, that's that can wait. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I had the one time that my girlfriend was, like, FaceTime calling me while I was in the bathroom. And I straight up, I was like... I was like, I, okay, I know she's not going to be around people or that sort of thing. So I just straight up did like the above shot. <laughs> just, just sitting there. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> she's asking, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, this got off the rails we, we went real from, quick. <laughs> we went from hockey Twitter's been chaotic this week to, yeah, I've, you know, just like, imagine FaceTiming on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we lose all our viewers, uh, Reneal with uh, with a hey, hey, Reneal, good to see you again. And a quack crack from Lauren as well. And, uh, oh, Marcus is in here too. Hey, Marcus, what does it say? I got my first bad sunburn today. Ooh, rough. Because I skipped school and went... Uh, oh, it's supposed bridge to be jumping. bridge jumping. I went bridge, ahead in the comments. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bridge jumping and now my entire back, neck, face, chest, legs are burnt. Ooh, rough. Gotta Ooh. gotta remember that sunblock, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I guess you remember this because I was sending you Snapchats and whatnot of how like horrible it was. Uh, this was a couple of years ago. Went to Hawaii and like second day there, the idea was okay. We're gonna go like in and out of some shops or that sort of thing. Uh, the the plan wasn't for like a two and a half three hour walk along the beach. 
and uh i was wearing a, a muscle shirt no sunscreen or that mm-hmm. and like later in the day we're sitting down and i'm like yeah i definitely got burnt i can start to feel it right and later in the evening i'm like wow okay this really hurts and i like i knew the pool at the hotel was like really cold so i'm like oh that'll feel nice and that wasn't really doing anything the next morning i get up and everything's fine go paddle boarding and everything like that but we're in a, like another shop later and i'm going to try on a shirt in the change room and mm-hmm. suddenly i'm like ow this actually like it feels like my like the shirt's like sticking to me or something like that and i like slowly am able to get the shirt off and i look in the mirror and i'm just i just go uh dad <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, okay, I'm going to open the door here. And I open it up and he just looks and he just goes, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had just like so badly burnt my shoulders that they were like massive blisters on my shoulders. And we had bandaged them up with like aloe and everything like that. And then later, like I think it was like a day or two later, I had to take the bandages off and it just peeled skin with it. And they were That's just nasty. Oh yeah, it it honestly looked like my shoulders had. Uh, it it almost looked like my shoulders had road rash, actually. Like it was oh, brutal. Yeah. And so like then that was like that was the very start of my trip. So I'm there for the entire week, like you know, like having to wear uh, muscle shirts. But like just because of like I wasn't able to put a t-shirt on that, mm-hmm. but like draping a towel kind of like across my neck just to still keep it covered and everything like that wasn't able to go swim in the ocean because that would have stung like a motherfucker mm-hmm. and like just not able to really like, like I was able to participate in, st- in things obviously and whatnot but it was still like kind of limited and then on the flight home it was okay yeah I can't really move my shoulders because they're still kind of in pain uh, you're on a dry air airplane for however many hours and I get off the plane and it's like oh okay my shoulders don't hurt anymore but like I still can't really move them. My shoulders had turned to leather, basically. Like I, I kid you not, just like thick leather that like, uh, like you know how sunburns peel off, right? Mm-hmm. Like these were like, th- they weren't flakes. Like it was, it was like taking off hide, basically. It was ridiculous, <laughs> and that took a few weeks to get off. So yeah, yeah, that's rough. Long story short, and lesson here, Marcus. Wear some fucking sunscreen, man. <laughs> sunscreen is cool, Marcus. <laughs> uh, oh, I, uh, excuse me. I, I see that the chat is uh, is going off on uh, cliff jumping. Have you ever been cliff jumping, Nate? Uh, I haven't been cliff jumping, but uh, Mar- Marcus went bridge jumping. I have done that a couple times. Okay. Is, is it just like, you know, jump? Because I've never been either, so I was kind of curious. Is it just jumping off like into water like you know what they do on like yeah. you know those those travel commercials where they're like come here yeah. and like run and jump off this cliff if, and it's like 40 feet up or whatever yeah it's, it's that's, just like that yeah okay. yeah pretty I much wasn't, so. i wasn't sure if it was like that or if it was like bungee jumping so no um yeah cliff like it would be like yeah you're jumping off like into water at uh heights or that kind of thing um i did a lot of it in uh in bc and penticton oh yeah there was uh it's kind of okay what started as like a lazy river uh, or like you'd kind of do like river floats, right? And it was not not a lazy river, I guess, but it was like a very slow moving river. Yeah. So it used to be that like you would set up kind of like the the starting point, and it would take you about like four and a half, like four four and a half hours to like float down the thing. Mm-hmm. A few summers later, everything was like moving so fast that you've done the thing in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Damn. near the end of it though, when it goes to uh, like the big Okanagan Lake. 
Um, mm. there, there was a bridge there and you would have people jumping off of it. And we did it a few times as well. And you didn't have to worry about like the depth or anything, which was great. The only thing you had to worry about was not was making sure you didn't land on somebody who was coming out from under the bridge during yeah. their float. <laughs> Imagine you're like sitting there for like you're, like like the early days of it. Like when I went, you're sitting there for like a relaxing four hours. You're just like chilling out in the sun. You're having a few wobbly pops and that kind of thing. And then some kid just lands on you like right <laughs> as you're about to be done. <laughs> that would just suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a <laughs> not a good day, anyways. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, that person's later on their toilet, FaceTiming their boss, and they get fired as well. No. <laughs> Full circle. Here we go. Yeah. Got it back. Oh. All uh, right. Now that well, we got it back, do we want to get into what we're we actually want to talk about? Now yeah, that's like 15 <laughs> minutes into the episode. That's almost. what I, that's what I was trying to do. I was like John Gibson, and then we got into hockey Twitter, and then we got off like. And then it was like, like, like oh, so okay, we're off. talking about like bridge jumping and sunburns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, John Gibson. Then we're going to talk Mason McTavish. I saw Ali's already uh, commented on that, so we will of course talk about him, uh, and then get into the Stanley Cup final matchup and some what's quacking. And I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. So gonna be all over the place but yeah let's uh yeah you're right like 15 minutes in enough <laughs> enough sunburn talk let's talk about our boy john gibson i feel like we can like you can tell that you and i haven't talked in a bit as well like just by like how the yeah. episodes start right like if we're like quick and like kind of to the point then like oh yeah like we're, we're caught up with each other or that but like if we're talking about like random stuff for a bit or like kind of like catch up kind of stuff. We definitely haven't talked in a, in a, in a couple of days. Yeah, I, that's honestly, all it takes. Think, like one or two days, honestly. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think it's been, I think it's since last Wednesday since we've actually chatted. No, we've talked since then. Have to have. Are you sure? Because I was gone this weekend. I was gone from well Thursday until Monday, so I don't know when we would have chatted because we didn't ta- uh, talk today. We didn't talk Tuesday. Maybe Thursday morning. Yeah, it was Thursday, and I sent you a TikTok on Friday. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I got one more thing, actually. Okay. It, do- it does relate to the show, at least. Um, Just to, to go off of last episode here. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm, I'm just seeing, like, your text. Uh, your, your second business option is if you had to fight <laughs> multiple chickens a day. Uh, for, for those who remember, we were, we were talking about, uh, would you rather fight... Uh, an orangutan with a sword once a, once a year, or every time you enter your car, fight a chicken. Yeah, Carter had pit, he picked he was going to fight a chicken. I picked that I'm fighting the orangutan. Uh, Car- Car- yeah, Car- so Carter had texted me here. Business option number two: If I'm fighting multiple chickens a day, some of them got to be warriors. <laughs> Sell them to South American cock fighting rings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, why not? But uh, but we did have somebody uh, weigh in themselves. Um, as uh, like for for the conversation here, and that's Allie, who if she's still watching, uh, so yeah, she she had messaged the Quack Report on Twitter. Need to weigh in on the orangutan versus chicken debate. Carter should definitely choose the yearly orangutan because they're going extinct anyways. So he'd only have to fight one like maybe ten times. Oh man, <laughs> not too real. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know they were going extinct. That's sad. And she yeah. goes, so maybe no fighting orangutans. <laughs> yeah, no. And if you do, like you can't you can't win. You gotta let them win. 
Give him. Yeah. Give him. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna put him. I'm just gonna. No. I'm, you, you can still. You can still win. You just put him to sleep. It's not. A, it doesn't have to be a to the death fight. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know. But like, I'm just saying, if you put me in an orangutan <laughs> in a like in a in an arena with a You're sword, gonna kill like, chances thing. are somebody's <laughs> getting stabbed, and I hope it's not me. <laughs> no, you can just slightly maim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. Then, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to the risk it. The orangutan's got no arms. He's still got a life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, if you don't have any arms, how do you make baby orangutans? Because he's got legs. You know, I, I don't really know how orangutans, you know, do the they're thing. They're mammals, so. dude. <laughs> well, no, I can't, I know like we're, we're generally how it works. Like, I don't know if they have to like do a public display and like make themselves big and like if you don't have arms like how do you make Carter, yourself when like a big? mommy orangutan and a daddy orangutan love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my god. Uh, okay, speaking of ridiculousness, John Gibson in the headlines. <laughs> yes, John Gibson. Um I I honestly don't really know what happened because I heard that like John Gib, all I really heard was that John Gibson wasn't being traded, and I was like, is, or didn't ask for a trade. That's what it was. It was he, yeah. had, he did not request a trade, and I'm like, I didn't even know that. You know, it was rumored that he had requested a trade. So I'm a little bit behind on the whole conversation. So maybe you'll okay. Want to yeah. like? I, catch I got us a out. little bit of a lead up here. So on okay. Friday, uh, Frank Saravalia on uh, the Daily Faceoff Rundown said that the Ducks, the like the the organization excuse me, uh, is frustrated with Gibson and they're frustrated with his frustrated body language. They're frustrated uh, with his frustration. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, th- they think it doesn't help that when you let in a goal and give your, uh, or it doesn't, it doesn't help when you let in a goal and give your teammates the death stare. A hundred percent. I agree. And I think I brought that up a couple times because yeah. I remember I, Oh man, I forget who they were playing, but there was a goal in like the, it was in like the first minute and a half or two minutes, right? You still have yeah. the entire rest of the hockey game to play. And it wasn't even a like from what I from what I recall, like it wasn't even a goal that was like anyone's fault. It was just a good play. And right away, you can just tell he's frustrated. He's he's you know, he's given the death stare and stuff like that. And even yeah. I was like, dude, like let just chill for a second here. I understand competitive nature and everything like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, it does reflect poorly. I a hundred percent understand sure. yeah. if they, you know, if, not that I'm saying that Frank Saravalli is not to be trusted. He's one of the guys that, you know, I, I look to for looking for like, no, he knows the stuff, true yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I don't even remember what I was going to, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't even remember where I was going with that point. Basically, I, if, if that's, Okay, now I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a wild episode. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, we're 20 I'm, minutes I'm, in when we haven't said anything of value yet. Yeah, so. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doubting that Frank Saravalli, uh, you know, got this information from the Ducks or someone within the organization, right? Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised that... Actually, no, you know what? Because the we know how tight-lipped the Ducks are. It's part of the things that make this show honestly somewhat hard to do sometimes because we don't hear there's not really a whole lot of rumors or anything that come out mm-hmm. of the Ducks organization. If this is getting out there, it's got to be intentional. Yeah, there, there's think. there's some truth to it or yeah. it's it's something fabricated to like gauge the market on John Gibson. 
and that was a that was an idea that was going around as well. It's like, what if what if this kind of goes out and teams are like, oh hey, like you know, we'll take them off your hands or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So like this from Ali. Ducks don't have lips, they have bills. Yes, they're very tight build. Tight uh, build. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and that can that could go one of two ways. They're tight build with their mouths, they're tight build with their dollar bills. There you go. There you but go. But maybe that changes now with Pat Verbeek because he's got a shit ton of money that he can play with this year. Yeah. Which I'm I'm still very excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh it was Gibson's agent that came out then and said, No, Gibson hasn't requested a trade. This is you know, all speculation. Is that right? No. Okay. So yes, partial, but how this all started was then Nick Alberga, who's another guy who doesn't from like, from what I can recall, doesn't normally get a whole lot of things wrong when Mm -hmm. he's given them. Yeah. He tweeted on Monday morning, hearing that uh, ducks goaltender, John Gibson is open to being dealt and belief out of Anaheim is he's informed the club of such. Okay. Now this was followed up by uh, Ryan uh, Novinsky. Novans Novansky. I forget, I I'm Don't sorry, know. Ryan. I'm butchering that name. Uh, who said he just spoke to Kurt Overhart, uh, John Gibson's agent. He said there's been quote no discussion on Gibson's desire to move. There's no truth to that. Interesting. So and there was more from uh, Eric Stevens on on it as well yeah basically saying like no this is there, there's no truth to any possibility right now of gibson leaving mm-hmm. from from what they know so okay but that's no fun to talk about on a podcast exactly so but it, it, it made it like that morning though that that monday morning and afternoon was whoa okay we're good yeah <laughs> i mean false alarm potentially there's there's probably a little bit of truth to both sides. It's it's kind of like the he said he said she said thing. Like yeah. the, the the truth is somewhere in there. Like John Gibson probably talked with somebody within the Ducks about a trade. Yeah, to some extent, like the words "trade" involving John Gibson were uttered somewhere, somewhere. in there. Yeah, yeah. It's just whether kinda, it's like a you know Pat for being, hey John, are you open to going anywhere? Right, yeah. like give it like he, he has a ten team. No trade. Yeah. So that's 20, 21 other teams that he could go to because obviously you're not counting Anaheim. Mm-hmm. He's able to get moved almost anywhere. Relatively but, easily. Yeah. But but there could still be the question asked of like, would you be willing to go? Yeah. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. Part of me wonders if it's like a, a I think it was Ryan Getzlaff last, not like this last trade deadline, but the one like, but the one before, before yeah. Before where he was like, if you can get something for me that will help the team, I'd be okay with that. Now that's, I feel like that's a bit of a different situation though, because you yeah. have Ryan Getzlaff in like the last, what, what what could have been the last year of his, of his NHL career, right? Turned out it was this year. Yeah. But then you have John Gibson who is right in the prime of his career right now. Still has five years remaining on his deal. Yeah. A little bit different situations where Gibson would more be like, yeah, send me somewhere that I can get a fresh opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Right, think, rather than like, yeah. like yeah, I I care so much about this team. Like as much as mm-hmm. they've you know done a lot for him as well, right? I care so much about this team. If you guys can get something good out of this, send me elsewhere. Yeah, I think I think my kind of headcanon for like 
if it was that sort of situation would be if Gibson said like I know this team has a lot of like growing to do like we're obviously in full rebuild mode so if dealing me somewhere gets a package that will help the team long term then I would be okay with that and I think that might be a couple years in the finals (laughs) yeah yeah and I think that's kind of like maybe his would be his motive for saying something like that obviously like this is entirely speculation and me just making shit up that I think could fit and like isn't Gibson directly asking for a trade because that's what they said they said Gibson did not ask for a trade out of Anaheim so if he's talking about a trade it's more you know I'm not requesting a trade but if a nice one happened to just fall into Pat Verbeek's lap yeah Gibson wouldn't be mad about it yeah that's kind of what I I think so I don't know man yeah like rumors picking up out of Anaheim is not something we normally see. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting offseason. Which makes me think, like, if there are rumors around John Gibson coming out of Anaheim and not just, like, you know, random-ass people saying, like, oh, here's what a John Gibson trade could look yeah. like. It's, oh, hey, here, let's, like, ha- let's, let's have John Gibson go to Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh needs goaltending and John Gibson is from Pittsburgh. Remember yeah. that one from, like, yeah, I do, yeah. or even, like, just a couple months ago? Yeah, this is from yeah. like actual sources, seem like actual reporters, you know. Yeah, it they, sounds we like usually don't give a shit about Anaheim. Or, yeah, it was within the Ducks organization. So, uh, Ryan or uh, yeah, Novinsky, I'm just going with Novinsky. Um, had followed up his tweet saying that he had actually uh, inquired uh, to Gibson's agent because of he's a he's a Devils reporter, okay. um, and the Devils are oh, obviously yeah. needing a goaltender, so that's why he he reached into it just to be like, Hey, is there any, any truth to this here? So like maybe New Jersey kind of goes for him or something like that. But, um, the, the two teams that I'm seeing that he's already kind of been tied to are, uh, if, you know, just by like needs and that kind of thing, Toronto and Edmonton. Yeah. Now, I mean, those are the (laughs) most vocal markets for us, right? Yeah, exactly. But now, I'm just going to scratch off Edmonton right away because there's no way in hell that Anaheim is trading within the division a star goaltender like that. Unless the trade, no is, way in unless hell. the trade blows them out of the water, which unless the trade is, it's hey, not we'll, going to. we'll give you Connor McDavid like salary retained for John Gibson. Yeah. It's not happening. Whatsoever. Also, also the only way Edmonton makes that work is if Anaheim retains salary, and they're not doing that for five years. Exactly. So no, yeah, no way in hell. So. Toronto is the only one that could still be valid because there's currently not a Jack Campbell signing. They still have Peter Morazic, but you could try mm-hmm. to move him out of Toronto there. It also um, wouldn't be the first time we've seen a goalie go from Anaheim to Toronto. It wouldn't be. There's, there's precedent for it. So, yeah. yeah. So. It, it makes a ton of sense. I just think it's hilarious that, you know, Anaheim is just like a goalie mill. <laughs> it's basically yeah. like a, a Toronto's farm team. Like, yeah. the goalies. <laughs> like they're like, hey, hey you had a good thing with, we got one. <laughs> yeah, you had a good thing with Freddie Anderson. John Gibson, here you go. <laughs> yeah, we gave you Freddie, but you know what? This is this is Freddie Anderson 2.0. We, we've we yeah. we've learned from our, our production mistakes. Here's try try John Gibson. In like five years, we'll, we'll toss Lucas Dostal your way. In five years, we'll toss the next guy your way. Like, it's just... <laughs> Never need, uh, oh here where where are we? You need a you need a JS Shiger for a couple of years? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Have him too. Traded into at uh in, in 2009-2010. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, it really it really like, is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's laughable how like bad Toronto is with just keeping goaltenders and like 
than running them out of town. Like it's it's hilarious. To be fair, they had Freddie Anderson for what like eight years. They did. Like that. That's yeah. actually quite a while for a goal. Yeah, and then they ran him out of town, and now he's like, and then he was like awesome in Carolina. Well, and it sounds so. Toronto did fire their goaltending coach. And okay. it sounds like part of it may have been because Toronto, you know, like obviously saw how he played in Toronto and then goes one year in Carolina and lights it up, all-star nomination and everything like that. And they're just like, oh, okay. Probably this. Probably yeah. this. Let's get him out of here. Yeah. So <laughs> for sure. Um, I just to kind of wrap up this John Gibson conversation, I I, I don't think that. John Gibson's really going anywhere. No, I don't think if, he's going anywhere. If he does, nobody in Anaheim's going to be upset about the return. I think Pat Verbeek is a smart guy, and to trade, I mean, until proven otherwise, we'll see. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say you could you could fuck up a trade like this royally. Yeah, but it's I think happened, you're like not this, trading. Yeah. Arguably, I'm not going to say your best player, but your most important player now that Ryan Getzlaff is gone. Mm-hmm. You're not trading that for for nothing. Like the return is gonna be yeah decent if John Gibson goes the other way. Yeah, you would hope so. Or that Pat Verbeek just kind of sticks to his guns and like, okay, no, this actually doesn't work for us. We will we're we're more than happy to hang on to him. So yeah the the benefit of losing Gibson though is that you get to run Stellars and Dostal next year. Stellars is I think going to be fine for where the team is going to be at next year. Yeah, and Dostal you, you can get do him a healthy starts, so. yeah you could do a healthy fifty fifty. I feel like yeah. So, but to the you know in the same way you could run fifty percent Gibson fifty percent Dostal. So, um, I just want to see what other goalies are potentially available here. Just for free agency, if you needed like a one year yeah. thing, there there's a lot that are currently unsigned. So. Now, th- there's a lot that are unsigned, but what are are there any that are good? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I think Sorokin is kind of the big one that's unsigned and could be really good. Yo, let's bring in MAF. <laughs> <laughs> if Minnesota doesn't want him, let's take him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mikko Koskinen has already signed over in Switzerland, so he's off the table yeah. there. Darcy Kemper's currently in the Stanley Cup final with Colorado. I doubt. You know, you go that far and go, yeah, okay, see you later. Um, yeah. Thomas Grice is available. Not bad. That'd be interesting. Uh, Holpe, no, I think he's hurt currently. Yeah, I mean, I'm he could really still sign somewhere. Ja- yeah, Martin Jones, uh, I feel kind of risky with that one. Yeah. Jack Campbell's looking for money. Mm-hmm. Um, Ducks have money, but... You got to be sure on that one, though. And you, yeah. you would have to have Gibson off the books at that point. Yeah. To be able to do that, even. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. I'm just kind of going through here. Uh, Riddick. Eh. No, no, God, no. <laughs> I um, hope Riddick's played his last NHL game because it should have happened like eight years ago. Like he, like, he works on a, like, on a, as a tandem, but he's not a starter by any means. No. Um, Casey Dismith Smith could be interesting. Not a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it like severely seems to drop. Yeah. Off. So, so there's not that star goaltender, but like for a rebuilding team, like mm-hmm. you can throw a stopgap in there to, you know, be in a tandem situation with Dostal. That's or, or Stellars. Like that's not bad by any means. So, 
I think he just he's expressed that he would like to return to Buffalo unless he hasn't signed there already. If he's able to stay healthy based off of how he played last year, I wouldn't say no to a potential year of Craig Anderson. Uh, As a, going into his 42, like going into like age 42 kind of thing, he still put up pretty good numbers on Buffalo. Yeah. That could be interesting. If we're signing 42-year-old Craig Anderson, he he has to be with, like, Dostal has to be glued to his hip during practice. Like, that's that's very oh, yeah. much in a mentorship role. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, so, and like, that we're like not gonna if have I'm for anyone else on the roster, yeah, yeah exactly. And like I'm, like, I'm thinking of that going, okay, you're doing a year two at the very most, you're not, you're not going much farther. No, yeah, so. I, I don't even think two. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah a one year thing would be the safest thing to <laughs> yeah. do. So, but it's sounds, but it sounds yeah. like he enjoyed Buffalo though and wanted to return there. So, for sure, I think that's probably um, where he'll be. Long story short, I don't think Gibson's going anywhere so. we get one we get one rumor that gibson's like okay to leave anaheim if they can find a deal and we're like yeah. okay who's replacing him yeah <laughs> <laughs> shit we've had so much bad luck over the last little bit like who, who who's gonna be in net next year for us <laughs> malcolm suban <laughs> alex oh daylock carter hutton who's gonna be is it gonna be fucking garrett sparks who's gonna be here yeah <laughs> you know let's get louis oh, Domingue. Man. let's get louis Domingue. Then everybody can enjoy his baking. Yeah. What what was it? Uh spicy spicy pork and broccoli. Oh, yeah, spicy that, pork yeah. and broccoli. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Man, that feels like forever ago. Yeah. Right. That was only like that was that was the first round. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um let's uh let's move on to Mason McTavish in the OHL playoffs. Um this is kind of breaking. Um Ali sums it up nicely here. Could not wait to see more of this dude. Two goals and one assist in Game 7 of the OHL playoffs against Windsor. Yeah, Hamilton Bulldogs took that one 6-1 to one in Game 7 to win the OHL championship. I don't know what the trophy's called. Maybe someone can help me out there. But um, yeah, they're moving on to the Memorial Cup now. So very exciting for McTavish and the Bulldogs. Also in Game 5, he had two goals. Um, just wanted to point that out there. Two points in game three, uh, two points in game one, goal in game two. So he was all over this series. Um, the so J. Ross Robertson Cup. J. Ross Robertson Cup. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, just the OHL championship. <laughs> yeah. That, that's even what like Hamilton has. It was like uh, they're, they're 2022 Ontario Hockey League champions and are off to the Memorial Cup. In St. John. Yeah. Um, McTavish kind of had a, a monster playoffs. So, uh, just I mean, I know you got a little stats. bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So, this looks like it was heading into tonight's game. Yeah. Um, where uh, McTavish, yeah, going into tonight, 19 games played, 29 points, <laughs> 16 yeah. goals, 13 assists. And obviously, he batted those stats a little bit more tonight. So, what did you say? Two goals and an assist? Yep. Uh, so yeah, that brings him to 18 goals, 14 assists for 32 points in 20 well, games. Well, no, 19, if, if that works, no, 19 games. I think that does include tonight because they, <laughs> the Bulldogs swept the first three rounds, which is 12 and then round four was seven. So that's you're right. Games. So yeah. Oh shit. 
So yeah, 19, but yeah, 19 games is all it took for them to win uh, and 29 points. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think, I think the points hasn't been updated. Oh, okay. Yet. Maybe that could be it. So yeah. Yeah. 30, absolutely. 32 points in 19 games. Insane. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, here, hold on a second. Hold on. Where'd this, where'd this go? Well, you're finding that. Ali oh, said, that's, oh what, that's what I was bringing. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, as Ali says, that's some um, energy move. Or that's uh, ah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, I screwed it up. <laughs> that's okay. Mason McTavish. Uh, what 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 do you have to say for yourself in these playoffs? Uh, how like what what kind of move was that? A big energy move. Uh, Mason, when you're at the when you're at the bars tonight, uh, what, what are you gonna pull? A big energy move. Damn right. Honorary, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, no, not honorary. Impromptu, big dick energy move. There you go. There. I mean, a uh, big <clears throat> energy move. <laughs> <laughs> a big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just because uh, I was curious, I was I wanted to know where he sat in uh, the. The whole playoffs out of um, oh, he's like got everybody. Be, he's got to be top three minimum. He's fifth. The fuck? Yeah. Um, who the hell is outscoring? He, who the hell is outscoring that pace? Holy crap! Um, hey, wait, wait. A, I want. I want to take a guess. I want to okay. take a guess. Yeah. That. Okay, I'm gonna say two or three are off the Edmonton Oil Kings. This is just OHL. Sorry. Oh, okay. Then no, I got no idea. Okay. Uh, well, two of them are his teammates, uh, Logan Morrison, uh, 39 points in the same span, and Avery Hayes with 33. In only 16 games, he was injured and he put up more points than McTavish. Who's this guy? Can we draft him instead? Junior <laughs> hockey is fucking ridiculous, man. Dude, it's insane. Uh, I know it doesn't. Yeah, it's too much work to find out where if he was drafted. Uh, and then two of them were from Windsor, uh, and they played 25 games, so... Um, 41 points for Wyatt Johnston and uh, 31 points in 25 games for Will Kyle. I don't know how you say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on a point per game basis, I think McTavish would have more. But um, yeah, don't uh, don't quote me on that. Oh, wait, there's a points per game. Let's sort by points per game. That's the way to go. There we go. <laughs> um, Can you pull it so, up? I want to see this too. Oh yeah, sure. Let's that, let's show it to everybody. Yeah, that's that's why we do video. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I have three OHL hockey tabs open. Oh, oh, it shows you a little preview. That's cute. Yeah, it's this one. Um, probably need that a little bigger. Hey, just a little bigger. Is that good? Yeah. Cool. Um, so this is sorted by points per game. Um, so two point one three Avery Hayes, which was one of his uh, teammates. teammates, yeah. Uh, and then Logan Morrison. Oh, so Mason McTavish is down here, actually. Um, one, two, three, four, five. When you're six, sorting seven, by points eight, per game. Nine. Yeah, ninth in points per game. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but still, that's 1.53, one and a half points per game in the Yeah, in the or one, one three seven, yeah. Uh, no, that's penalty minutes. Oh, penalty. Yeah. Well, it's my bad. Yeah, one, right, five, three. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty okay, I would say. <laughs> pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> so yeah, um, and yeah, and then just going by points in nineteen games. 
he was fifth. So I forget the name of the agency, but you know they're all looking at their at the screen right now, like looking at the ranks and going, Jesus Christ, they're all Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, excited for this kid to show up next year. And um there's I no mean, way he's not on the ducks next year. Like he's not no. the kid, he's not getting sent to the minors. I don't especially, so. with, especially with Getzlaff not around anymore, right? You got to shore up on on centerman there. Yeah, he, he's and, absolutely going to be up. And I, this is going to be a topic for later in the year, but the Ducks have such low expectations this year. Like, no, <laughs> I, I really like they're not going to be contending. So, like, okay, why, lower why or higher than last year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends on the off season. Right? Like, we're we're still so early. Like, it's yeah, let's say, let's see what like, happens after free agency. Yeah. It's, it, I'll put it this way. It's going to be a battle between them and Seattle for last in the division, I think. I was about to say or about Arizona, but they're in the central. That's right. Yeah. And even then, I don't know, man. It, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So I, I think why not play McTavish is kind of my point. Like, yeah. Against NHL caliber competition, he's going to make mistakes, but like get him in there and learn early. So, yeah, exactly. I, I don't, see a reason to not play him no play the kid yeah and please for the love of god dallas Eagans, don't do with mctavish what you've what you did with zegris the oh. weird on and off benching uh yeah that, like that's a good point let's let him play let let's him keep play. mctavish out so that he plays under a cop competent coach for a year and then once we move <laughs> on from eakins we can bring him into a functional system yeah How about that? jesus christ <laughs> God, I hope I hope Eakins learned from that. Like honestly, and I hope for B because like you're not pulling that shit. Yeah, under my watch. So, we'll see. Only time will tell. See, now I'm just waiting to see if uh, if Lawrence still in the chat because I brought up Dallas Eakins. <laughs> I'm just looking. Yeah. I'm waiting for that's, waiting for a rant from Lauren. <laughs> that's her trigger word right there. Yeah, so, exactly. we'll we'll see. We'll give her a couple minutes. We'll take a, a short break so, uh, here. So, with, so Dallas Eakins. Uh, Dallas Eakins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if she's not listening, she knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a short break. A uh, minute and a half here to talk to, or, well, our friends at DraftKings will talk to you. Well, it's Nate, but don't tell it, anybody. It's um, me on behalf of DraftKings. Yes, there you go. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm the I'm the draft jester. <laughs> on on the other side of the break, we'll uh, you know embrace the Dallas Eakins slander and uh, then talk about the <laughs> first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs and do a little bit of late predictions here. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Again, 
That's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. A little bit of relevant info coming in from our uh, California insider, Allie, here, uh, that California just voted on a bill to legalize DraftKings and other sports betting. Please gamble responsibly, but man, it could be fun. Yeah. I love making money off the Coyotes losing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, uh, Oh, don't know if it passed though. Okay. We jumped the gun. (laughs) They just voted on it. Uh, I I feel like, I feel like everybody's going with it at this point though. I I think so. It's a a revenue builder like for, for States as well. So. Yeah. And like, there's there's a lot more things that are legal that are worse for you. Exactly. If, like if you use irresponsibly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or cigarettes. Or smoking yeah. in general. Any exactly. sort of nicotine. So, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Gambling, can you, you can have your issues with that as well. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, when used responsibly, it can be. Please gamble responsibly. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Down in the show notes, we got all the Phone help numbers. lines. And, yeah. Stuff like that. So if exactly. you're from outside or if you're from a state that already has, you know, gambling. So, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, moving on to the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, right now, there is how much? Uh, two and a half minutes left in period three of game one. Scores oh, tied three to three. Oh, so damn. I want to say potentially overtime, but the amount of times I've seen Tampa Bay score in the last couple minutes right? to be like, nah, fuck you. Like, and, it's always, and it's always Palat. It's always yeah, Palat. For some reason, yeah. So, and I mean, and they're they're moving right now. Like, Colorado looks terrified just from, like, the quick glances I've seen. So, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, we got this. We got this. Tampa. Oh, fuck, here they come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, before we, uh, since the game is still tied, before we, you know, have somebody score, let's let's get our predictions in for the series right now. Um, who wins? Well, let's start with who wins. Who do you think takes the series? I said on the last episode, whoever comes out of the East takes it. Tampa. Fair enough. It's it's so hard to watch against Tampa. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry to sorry to, to bet against Tampa. To bet against them. Yeah. yeah. Like, watching them play, they just put on a fucking clinic. Like, even if they lose the first game or, like, even if it, they look like they're coming out with a rocky start, it's like, okay, like, has Tampa finally met its end? And then they just, like, it's like something happens, like, they'll get a power play and then, boom, they're, they're dialed in. Or even just an intermission. Like, if they survive the first period, like we saw tonight, they're down 3-1, then, boom, intermission yeah. hits and they're just, like, dialed in. They're like, nope, we're winning this game. Like they're Tampa just a machine, ha- dude. Yeah, Tam- Tampa has an offense that will literally give a goaltender a sunburn from the red light going off behind him. <laughs> uh, a defense that will like collapse and choke the life out of your offense, mm-hmm. and goaltending that is on its own fucking tier. Yeah, like no, like nobody can, it's nobody compares. No. Right, like the the only the only goalie currently that is even close Vasilevsky just kicked out of the playoffs yeah. in just Durkin. Mm-hmm. 
like for for this season at least, right? Yeah. Like y- you look at that team and you just go, "Yep, that's going to be a bad time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, this is nothing against the Avs because obviously no, they they fucking rolled through the Western Conference, two sweeps, yeah. and then they almost beat yeah, the two, Blues in five. They, but they have two Piranha losses. They have two losses in three rounds. Yeah, like. <laughs> And I mean, you can you can kind of say the same thing you just said about Tampa about them. Like they got a high powered offense, they've got a tight fucking defense that also will add to the offense. Yeah, exactly. In, in Makar, and then like their goaltending is obviously less than Vasilevsky. But I mean, the goaltending is the only thing that's suspect, like in comparison. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Darcy Kemper and Pavel Frantsos aren't good goaltenders. Yeah, it, it's still they just above aren't Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it. Vasilevsky to Kemper would be like Kemper to me. Like that looks <laughs> <laughs> like that's how it looks. Vasilevsky just like shits on every other goaltender, even though they're still like solid. Because who would be the other goaltenders that Colorado had to go through? Mike Smith. Uh um, Bennington slash Huso. Uh, I think they yeah, both Bennington slash and then oh yeah, and then Riddick Ingram. That's right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, even if it was Saros, like I still think that would have been a four-nothing series. Like I would have given Nashville one. I think I had Maybe one five originally. Yeah, there, there was the two one game. Um, yeah, that Ingram that, was lights out, and yeah, we would have seen one of those shit the bed after. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, now, now let's talk how many games, um, because I've heard I've mostly heard six and seven for this. Are, are you in do agreement? You, do you have that? a different take? Um, I. I kind of do, actually. Okay, I want to hear it first. I want to hear it first. I want to say Tampa in five. Not because I think they're just going to steamroll through the avalanche. But, like, I think it's going to be similar to... um, Let's use the Calgary-Dallas series as an example. Those were all, like, close games, right? Yeah. From what I I remember, anyways. Like, Mm -hmm. but... By the way, going to overtime, uh, Colorado has 36 seconds left on a power play to start. Yes, thank you. Um, so they were all close games, but both teams kind of ended up taking some that they shouldn't, some that they were clearly the better team in. Um, yeah. But with this one, I think, not that Colorado can't do this, because I we just saw them do it with Edmonton, I would say, is they, they just like find a way to win those close games. But Tampa Bay seems like they're on another, another level with that. So, I mean, we've already seen it in game one. Final score is going to be 4-3. If So I think they're all going to be kind of like this. Uh, and I think Tampa has just that little bit of an edge to beat out Colorado. And I think they can do it consistently. So that's why I say four out of five. I'm going with the majority. I'm saying Tampa in six. Just because I've seen like how Tampa's operated these playoffs, right? They'll kind of mm-hmm. take the first couple of games to get into it. They they'll they'll feel out the opponent. They'll they'll not intentionally yeah. lose, but they'll feel out the opponent here. Yeah. And then they go, okay, we got it. We know how to beat you. Get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of that's John Cooper. Like we yeah. always talk about John Cooper when it, it gets to the finals with Tampa. Yeah. I think a lot of it's that. Like he's able to adapt to teams. Like maybe not quickly, but like. Or easily, but he like, can. Like and then once he analyze does, and pick over. out and pick out every little thing that he can. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
so yeah, I think I think part of it's that. And also like, you know, they're a veteran team too, and like um Stamkos and, and Vasilevsky. Really, you could say all those guys are veterans. Like there's not really any guys that haven't been there before. Yeah, exactly. Like, they all know what's up, they all know how to play. So it's yeah, the way that it, they've crazy been able to, to like make that team still work as great as they have with like because remember, like they lost their entire third line that was dominant throughout the last uh playoffs, right? Yeah. Cause what was that? Coleman, Gord, and uh who's the third guy off that line? Goodrow? Yeah. Goodrow. Yeah. And like they've still been able to just like, yeah, we yeah. lost these guys. We'll bring in some new guys here. We got some we'll get some guys step up. And uh yeah, we're we're fine. We're fine. We're coming yeah. for three. For the first time since the eighties mm-hmm. the Islanders. <laughs> like fuck. Yeah. I uh so sorry, what did you say? Do you say six or seven? Or you just think six. You, you think six? Yeah, I'm going Camping six. Camping six. Um a little different here with abs and six. Get out of here with your different opinion, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she says, I want Manson to hold the cup. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, that is that is fair from a, a duck's point of view. But, I mean, what about Corey Perry? Come on. He's a duck. Or was a duck. Yeah. He, he, he He's the literal definition of if you can't beat him, join him. He yeah. lost the Tampa Bay Lightning twice and said, fine, I'll join you guys. <laughs> Man, that would suck if they lose this year. And he's just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Right. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Um, I guess there's Cogliano, um, former duck on the actually there's two former ducks on on both sides because there's Cogliano and Manson on the Avs, and then there's uh, Perry and Maroon on yeah you're right the Lightning so and Maroon's going is trying to be the yeah. first four peat player I th- I think since the 70s with the Flyers if I'm not mistaken okay is the 70s with the Flyers or the 80s as well with the Islanders. Yeah, but yeah, he he's going to be the like, he, he's trying to be the first the first four peat player because remember he was on St. Louis for 2019. Yeah, and then the two <laughs> Tampa Cups so far. It's like what power is stronger? Is it Maroon's you know just ability to you know run and t- get the cup? <laughs> is it Maroon's is it? just ability to be there? Yeah, is it is it Patrick Maroon? <laughs> there's something else. <laughs> is Patrick Maroon's power greater than Corey pa- Perry's power to lose in the finals? Okay, now if Patrick Maroon is like, you know, he finishes out his contract in Tampa and he decides to go elsewhere and they automatically win a cup, that guy is staying for as long as teams are willing to pay him. Oh, yeah. Like, people will just be like Patrick Maroon. He's, he's like 55 years old. And it's like, we're going to sign you for Patrick, an NHL just contract. Sit, just, just sit just, on the bench. We'll yeah, play a man sit, down the whole game. <laughs> but, we'll, we'll still pay you a million, like a million, uh, with, the, with the cap, how it'll hopefully go up at, by that point. Still pay like a million and a half, two million. Just, just sit there. You want you want some hot dogs or something like that? We'll still you can still keep the Florida man vibes. Like, yeah. we'll give you anything you you want a beer on here on on the bench. Can, can we get fucking Patrick a beer over here? Jesus Christ, you guys <laughs> been through a lot. Just, honestly, you know what? You could just put him as the backup goaltender. No, because there's a chance he might actually have to play, depending. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be 55, so he'll go out and like take a shot, injure himself, and then you just bring in the e bug. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just just get him on the bench. No, no, Ali, that's not how this works. Pat Maroon is a coach. No, no, that's when the magic is gone. He's got to be a player. Yeah. Yeah. It, it continues. As long I, at least as I think. Play. I don't know. It's, it's, it's as long too as risky. He's a player on the bench. Yeah. It, it's too risky to make it's him a coach. I, I don't think uh I don't think that's how magic works. But 
Now, if, if he know. were, if now, okay, if he were to retire and then go on the bench, and then he, you know, have, like, happens to be on a team that wins the cup again, yes, then go oh, yeah, for that, it. Exactly. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just throwing their money at Patrick Maroon at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bring your kid wherever the fuck you are. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Jeez, um, if Tampa, <laughs> if Tampa does this again. Just for Patrick Maroon, they gotta buy him a fucking yacht. Oh yeah, doesn't he have a yacht? <laughs> if he doesn't have a yacht, buy him a fucking yacht. <laughs> I, I thought there was a. <laughs> I mean, yes, buy him like a, a four-time Stanley Cup winner yacht. But yeah. I thought there was a clip from last year um, where Take Patrick your biggest Maroon, yacht make it four times bigger. Yeah. Oh no, I think it was a a sea dew. He was riding a sea dew with the cup. I think that's what it was. Oh okay, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it, he was on a yacht or if he was on a sea dew. I think there was one between him and Kucherov. One of them had the cup on a yacht and one of them had it on a sea doom. And I don't remember which was which. All I remember is that picture of Maroon holding the cup and it's got a massive dent in the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you win four straight cups. You can do whatever you want to it. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> it's it's basically yours at that point. <laughs> Honestly, though. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay. Anything else you want to say about the uh, the finals here? Or? Uh, this is like the first time where like there's not really an underdog to this, to these, to like to this final. No, it's you have the best team in the West and mm-hmm. the team who has done it multiple yeah. times in a row. He, dude, right? I would even I'd even be comfortable saying they were the best team in the East this year, even though they like standings wise they weren't at the top. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair like, enough. They were consistent throughout the whole year. So, yeah, fair. Arguably, so was Florida, but like, I don't like. There was still that new team, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I would, I'd be comfortable to, to back yeah. that up. Anyways, yeah, but. yeah, no, that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I just knew uh, someone was going to be like, "Well, here's the standings. They weren't the yeah, best." No. It, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the standings. <laughs> I'm arguing with imaginary people. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's uh, where, where's my, uh, where's my jacket? <laughs> Where, where's my white padded room? <laughs> I'm arguing with Twitter already. <laughs> before, before anybody actually argues with me, I'm arguing with them. Yeah, you're just, uh, just laying the groundwork. Exactly. Uh, okay. Let's. Uh, oh man, we got a couple things for what's quacking, but we're gonna just pick one because. You know what? Because this is running as a, a shorter episode, let's let's pick the longer thing for what's quacking this time. Right. So that next time when we run over, because we'll have a few games to talk about, um, we'll have the short thing that we can just like yeah, slap in there. Okay, so, sounds good. Um, first, we'll take a quick break um, with a show at the network. Um, someone that we will appear on at some point soon um, on their Game Over segment, uh, the Grit and Barrett podcast. Um, to be decided when, but look out for that. So, but here's a word from Richard. Hello, my name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Barrett podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network, covering the Hershey Bears, the 11-time Calder Cup champions of the American Hockey League, and the 2018 Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. Each Tuesday, I recap Bears games, give you Bears news, notes, and nuggets, and all of the hockey news that matters to me, whether it's the American Hockey League, the NHL, or banter 
about hockey jerseys. This hack brings you high energy. They score! Connor McMichael has ended the game! Unfiltered. Look, Kirko's really going to have to work hard to bring back the fan base from this pandemic because you can't just rely on vaccinations. You have a fan base that is old, stubborn, and very reluctant to change. Not to mention you got to work on bringing back families and then whatever fan base you can try and get back from other parts of the state. You just can't rely on people coming out from 8178. You got to work on a fan base that's very, very hesitant to change and at times unfocused. Look, Ovechkin is basically the guy who comes into the bar, kicks open the door, and says, Who ordered a white Russian, huh? Well, we all know Sidney Crosby is the guy who enters in from the side door, red carpet, VIP, Armani suits, and alligator shoes. That's just the type of guys they are. So join me every Tuesday here on the Hockey Podcast Network for the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1. That's Grit, G R I T, and B E A R IT P1 on Twitter. Available wherever you get all your podcasts, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, before we get into that, actually, Ali had a comment here. The Golden State Warriors are one game away from winning the championship. I, uh, and you can bet on those pl- on that final as well with DraftKings promo code yeah. THPN. I'm just gonna throw that shamelessly out there. <laughs> do it, do it, <laughs> do it. Um, and actually, before we do our, our quick game here, question from Lauren. Um, I'm happy to share this one because. Uh, usually she comes at me with the uh, what's the the worst thing that you've ever seen the Oilers do? And now that we've won the Battle of Alberta, the it's going to shift to what's the worst thing you've seen the Flames do? And I love it. So, Nate, her question for you is uh, what was the worst Flames playoff loss you've seen? Oh, boy. Um, I think you got two to choose from. I mean, this year's definitely up there. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to go 2019 against Colorado. Okay. I, I, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that one. Because that one was such high expectations. That was the first division yeah. win in a long time. That was, at the time, I think the best season of the Flames had had mm-hmm. in forever. It was also the 30th anniversary of the Flames' first cup, and everything just kind of like felt like it was falling into place and whatnot. And then you, you know, shut out for game one and everyone's on a high and then Nathan McKinnon just says no. And uh, some new guy that just got brought up from college by uh, the name of Kale McCarr. Yeah. Just a hometown kid as well. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Okay. I, I, I feel like Colorado, like the 2019 against Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, and then would it be 2004? Or, yeah, I've, I've. It, it would be 2004 or 2015. Actually, 2015 is not exactly the like the because of the playoff loss, but it's more what the playoffs did to the team, and that's given them a false sense of hope in what they had. Oh yeah, so fair enough. And then fair I go enough. 2004. So, which I I do also see a lot of Flames fans who are like, I can't cheer for Tampa, and you know, like like still like fuck the Lightning and everything like that. 
I would argue though that it's like just because of the 2004 final, right? Mm-hmm. It's not Tampa necessarily that we that like Flames fans should be hating. It's the NHL, exactly because they're the ones who screwed up that call, right? Yeah. Otherwise, like the rest of the series with Tampa, like Tampa wasn't from my recollection, like going back watching games for that didn't really do anything shady or anything like that, right? Yeah. Anything dirty. They were just they were a hardworking team, and the NHL just kind of screwed it over. Also, there's so. nobody from that team that's still playing with Tampa. No, so, yeah. <laughs> long gone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I. Yeah, in no particular order: 2019, 2015, 2004. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm upset that you wouldn't even like give me the satisfaction of saying the most recent Battle of Alberta, but that's okay. You know what? That one, that one did suck. But also, you could see it coming from a mile away at the yeah. same time. Yeah, fair. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's my reasoning for it. Yeah. Um, also, just so everyone knows, the uh, overtime is just about to start. Um, so, <laughs> if I'm not totally paying attention, that's sometimes why. <laughs> that is why. Because I got it down in the corner. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I mean... Well, no. Yeah, well... We'll, we'll do the thing we're... All right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, should we just end it now so we can watch overtime? But no, it's it's okay. <laughs> Unless you really want to watch overtime because I know your computer can't handle both. I'm going to watch Kenobi after this, actually. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Th- this is still going to be quick. The 10 minutes yeah. at most. Yeah, um, we'll, yeah, we'll be good with this. So this is a uh, Sporkle quiz here, uh, which is the most, the five most recent... Um, 40 goal scorers for each NHL franchise. So some of them you can see only had a couple because mm-hmm. either newer franchises or they just haven't had 40 goal scorers. <laughs> um, so now that we have started, let's uh, hit play. And Nate, you just got to tell me the players here. All right. So we'll start in Anaheim, 2013-14. Uh, I know that's Corey Perry. Yeah. Got two of them there. Thanks. Uh, oh, 2006-2007. And then 2005, 2006. Okay. Um, you could you could just throw names out at me as well. To, if they're wrong, nothing happens. So. Oh, yeah, and I guess it'll show up for other teams too, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay, well, let's go Winnipeg. Nah, oh, no, sorry. It would be Phoenix-Winnipeg because, yeah, there's Phoenix-Winnipeg, Winnipeg-Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> um, throw in a, a Tamu Solani there. Solani. Got a couple there. Uh, three. Oh, there. Okay, yep. sweet. Yeah. Oh boy. Um sorry. We can pause this. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Just got to Yeah, Colorado scored uh I think on the power play, the oh, one shit. that carried over. Um oh, there's an ad. Get out of here. No. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no free there, ads. There you go. Colorado takes game 1. Take game 2. It's all Tampa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or does Tampa just, you know, Go, go Colorado for a goes up, sweep. <laughs> Colorado goes up two nothing. Tampa just goes. Ah, we got it right where we want them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, still like I mean, uh, one win and then they're just like, okay, let's let's bang out four. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, uh, I I'm pretty sure it was still on the power play because I know Maroon was in the yeah, box I, to carry over, but I think it was. Because what there was um, 36 seconds left. Oh no, that was just after the uh, the power play. One twenty three into overtime. Oh okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah, about a minute after. Oh man, Colorado looks it looks loud in there. I, I can imagine. The sound on, but I like, can imagine. It looks nuts. 
theme. Oh, just kind of a broken play, too. Oh, is Damn. it? I mean, that's probably what it was going to take, yeah. Yeah, I'll take a look at it after. Yeah. Oof. All right. Let's okay, go sorry. The here. No, <laughs> sorry. Then we can go well, watch highlights. <laughs> yeah, now I, I don't have to uh, be distracted by that there we go. anymore. <laughs> let's let's bring the quiz up. Um, let's resume it. Oh, you can't see it yet. Sorry. No, I can't no free ads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a, an Anaheim 40 goals, 42 goal scorer from 99-2000. Who do you think that might be? Or do you want to move on? Uh, Korea. It's a, just a wild guess. It hey, is. Nice. There go. you go. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Let's pick another team here. All right. Uh, Calgary. I bet you Jerome McGill has like three of those. <laughs> oh, four. four of them. <laughs> okay. 95, 96. Uh, let's go with a Theo Fleury. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Hey, look nice. at me. Go. Oh, yeah. Go. All right. Uh, See what other teams do I want to take a look at here. Colorado, we got a McKinnon in there for sure. McKinnon, yep, yep. Sakic uh, will probably be next. Uh, for two of them, couple, yeah. Uh, Still an 0-2-0-3-50. Forsberg. Oh yeah, uh, Forsberg. Nope. Do I maybe have to say Peter? Peter Forsberg. Nope. There's no Forsberg. really. Okay. Um, LA, LA in the nineties. Okay. Let's go Gretzky. <laughs> How many oh, are we going to knock go. off here? Uh, Oh, none. Did I spell that right? I did. Okay. This thing has to be broken. Yeah. Well, I mean, Edmonton's is, well, I guess we're only going back, back to, to the 90, 90, 91. So yeah. yeah. Gretzky and, didn't have 40 some goals in LA or is he just not the top scorer? Um, no, because there's two 45 goal scorers in 90 and 91 for Weird. LA. Okay. So, oh, yeah. No, just not Gretzky in LA. Uh, okay. Edmonton, uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl. McDavid, two, Dreisaitl, yeah. two. Dreisaitl. So you just got one in, in the 90s there, but. Uh, 1991, Messier? I feel like that's a Messier thing. Messier? No. Or coffee? The coffee? Nope. I who the hell played for them in ninety ninety one that got first goals? I don't know. I wasn't here. Wasn't here. God, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's take a look around here. Who else do we got? Uh, okay, let's let's throw in Matthews because that's gonna knock a few off Toronto's board. Yeah. Uh, two for sure. Uh, three. Three of them. Yeah. Okay. There's an um, eighteen nineteen one that should be easy to get. Marner for Toronto. Uh, nope. I would have thought it was Marner. 18-19 with 47 goals. Oh, I think I know who it might be. I don't Not want to say Nylander. Oh, Tavares. I think that's what I think. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And then 0102. That's gotta be a oh, maybe I actually I might be wrong on that. Sundine. It is. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Nice. Uh, Vegas seventeen eighteen. That's William Carlson. Carlson. Yep. Because then he got a fat paycheck and promptly dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh. We're gonna throw out, out Crosby and Malkin, obviously. Crosby one, Malkin couple. Eighteen nineteen. Ooh. Uh, Gensel. That's what I think. Gensel. Yep. Yep. And then eleven, eleven, twelve. Oh, geez. Not Malkin because he was the same year no. fifty. 
Uh, yeah. Who the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, no, we're we're moving on for now. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, Ottawa, we're gonna throw out some uh, uh, some Alfredson. Alfred, two S's. Yep, I think a couple so. of them in there. Uh, Danny Heatley is somewhere in here. Oh, I forget who he was playing for at the time, but 1507. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fill, fill out Ottawa. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Uh, Tampa, we're going Kucherov and Stamkos. That'll knock off a few. Stamkos and Kucherov. Uh, there's one more in 1819 who also got 41. Oh, my God. Um, Hedman? Nope. I think no. you're missing another forward. Stamkos, Kucherov. I'm, oh my god, why <laughs> am I blanking right now? They're, they're literally still playing right yeah, now. Yeah, right? We just watched them. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think back to that team, though. Yeah, Mind, mind you, that team's also pre-pandemic. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, Which was like 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I only got four minutes left. Actually, we yeah. got, we're, we're we're time crunched here. Um, Montreal, Minnesota, Parise from Minnesota. Uh, oh no, but we got New, New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Detroit. Let's throw in some Datsuk. Y U K. No, U Y K. How do you spell that? I am, don't remember offhand. Dat-C. Oh yeah, Y U K. Okay. Um, Dat's Y U K. No, he's not in there. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Chicago, we got Kane and Taves. Got to be in there in fifteen, sixteen, Oops. and further. Kane, Taves. No, not Taves. Wow. Oh, okay. Eighteen, uh, nineteen. Was that the year that Debrinket went off? I think so. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's throw in a Panarin in there because that might take off for the Rangers. Uh, nope. No? Okay. Zavanajad then for sure. Yes, for sure. There you go. Um, LA is on the 90s and I could only think of Gretzky. Yeah. Unless, no, know. wait, when did Marcel Dion play? Try Dion. I have, I don't remember how long he played. Is it two ends? Uh, two ends, yeah. No. Okay. T-I-O-N-N-E. Oh, you're getting some help from the chat here. Let's let's throw okay, this one I actually, up here. Okay, I actually have this full screen here. Okay. How about oh, this? I did say Ovi. I guess we just hadn't put it in oh, yet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just type in Ovi. There you go. Ovechkin. <laughs> um, you've got... Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking at Carolina Hartford. Uh, I want to put in the stalls. Okay. Yeah, I'll leave that one up there. Too. So, S-T-A-A-L. There yeah. you go. Got some Eric's That's in okay. there. Oh, yeah, right. That was too, the Minnesota yeah. one. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it's gonna go ahead and put these guys in for you. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Then Medano is the rest of them, or at least one or two of them. Uh, one of them, yeah. just one of them. Okay, we got Richie chiming in to help you out. Some guys for the Yotes. Oh, yeah. I could chuck four of them. Tell <laughs> the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. We'll see if Ronick's uh, on any of the other ones. Doesn't look like it. But. San Jose. Oh, man. They've had a few different guys as well. 
St. Louis. Like I'm, I'm oh man, I got yeah. a minute and a half. Uh Winnipeg Atlanta. Okay, let's do you have this oh, because we did Kane already. Yeah. Do you have to specify which Kane though? Because I'm I don't think so. Fan. No, okay. Uh let, let's try Wheeler. Wheeler, nope. 1718. Who would that or be? Lad? No, 1718 wouldn't be Lad, but but try lad anyway. I, I did, yeah. It's not... Oh, okay. Um, Apparently, I'm uh, Shifley. Shifley. Nope. Who else plays? Oh, I'm going to help you out with this one. No, not Connor. Really? What Kyle Connor would have had? No. Uh, okay, let's go to Vancouver because there's going to be a couple Sedines in there for 2010, 2011. One Sedine. Uh, okay, then Burroughs. Burroughs. No. Who else would have done that in 10 Sedine Burroughs. It's not BXA. No. Ali says Kessler. There we go. Oh, yeah. Kessler. Former duck there. Um. Hmm. Okay, I got 15 seconds. Montreal. Oh my god. Yeah, Montreal has an it. Ah, Montreal has an it. Anybody? Oh my god. Some? How did I not think of that for LA though? Oh, it's all the 90s. Oh, it's all the it? 90s. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, 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 I guess these guys weren't around. Nope. Oh, oh, that's it. Okay. Okay, so okay. let's see who we missed. Uh, so in Boston, we missed Pasternak, uh, and then some old guys. Glenn Murray, Bill, Ger- Bill Guerin. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, um, Cam Neely, Adam Oates, which fun fact for that. So my uncle played for the Bruins in 93, 94, I believe. Was that like that near that year of Neely in 50? Mm-hmm. And I recently got the same era jersey that my uncle had worn. And I was like, "Hey, I got this one." And I was wondering who I, uh, if you, if you know any guys that I should maybe put on it. <laughs> Neely, Oates, Bork. He just starts naming <laughs> off all the famous, and I'm like, "All right, just <laughs> fair enough." In there a little bit, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Skinner and Buffalo. Uh, oh yeah, right. Because I got him that massive contract that didn't look good at first. <laughs> yeah, uh, pro- probably wouldn't have wa- wouldn't have got Miroslav. Is it actually pronounced Satan? Miroslav Satan. Satan, yeah. Satan, okay. Uh, Pat LaFontaine. You got all of Calgary. Uh, Carolina Hartford. Oh, yeah, Jeff O'Neill. Brennan Shanahan. Shanahan, yeah. yeah. Um, and Tony, Chick- okay, yeah, I, yeah, I remember Tony Omonte, yeah. but uh, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, Hey Duke hey was Duke. the guy in Colorado. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. We didn't even touch Columbus, but yeah. No, I didn't even touch Columbus yet, but Rick Nash <laughs> would have been the way to go to start that. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure for Dallas, Minnesota with Dave uh, Gagne and Brian Bellows. No. Like, I recognize the names, but... Oh, Detroit, yeah. Well, yeah, Shanahan would have got us one in Carolina and then the three in Oh, Detroit, yeah. And Zetterberg and Hosa. Yep. Uh, uh, Peter Klima for Edmonton? Peter Klima, I yeah. got no idea who that is, actually. Yeah. He, I think he was kind of the guy left after Gretzky and Messier left. So Gotcha. Uh, Pavel Bure for Florida. Makes yeah. sense. Jeez, I just hit the mic. Uh, sorry. Robitaille for the Kings. Oh, yeah. 63 goals in 92 93. God damn it. Uh, Marion Gabrick for Minnesota. Yeah. This is just like, I'm like getting like flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just all these guys. Would Montreal. you have got any of these guys? No, from I wouldn't have gotten no. any from Montreal, Neither. actually. <laughs> uh, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Oh, Brian Gianta, Patrick Elias. I should have been able to think of those ones at least. Maybe. Um, oh, Anders Lee from the Islanders. Oh, I, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have got that. And then I wouldn't have gotten the rest of them. <laughs> no. Zygmunt Palfi? 
maybe. I, man, I got to brush up on my hockey history here a bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The Rangers, Yager. Nash is in there again in Gabrick. And yeah, Yarmer Yager in 05 06. Uh, you got I'm still just I'm still just impressed that I got all of Ottawa's. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's only two guys, but yeah. But still. But still, yeah. Of all the teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, Philly, Jeff Carter with Philadelphia, yeah. Simone Gagne, uh, and John LeClaire. James Neal for Pittsburgh. Oh, Fuck. yeah. Uh, the San real Jose. deal who's now headed to the AHL <laughs> Calder Cup Finals with uh, Springfield. Right. Um, I can't believe you blanked on these San Jose names. To be fair, I did too. But It wasn't uh, that I blanked. It was more that like I looked at the years and I'm like, this could be so many different guys. Yeah. Um, and then Chichu, that's a throwback name, and Owen Nolan. Jeez. Yeah. Tarasenko with Oh, yeah, because that Chichu year was like, that was when, that was right after the lockout, and there was a bunch of right. different rule changes, and mm-hmm. Jonathan Chichu just ran with it. <laughs> yeah, 56 goals, it says. So Yeah. Um, yeah, Tarasenko in St. Louis, and then Brad Boys, Scott Young. Brett Hull. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay, Braden Point. That was the guy. Oh, that was before yeah. I started helping you out. But. <laughs> right. God damn it. Um, if you said you another to, local guy, I would have got would have gotten that because Braden Point's also from Calgary. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Naslin, Naslin oh my. Vancouver, and Todd, and Todd Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi. Jesus. And yeah, I should have remembered those Washington. ones. Uh, oh, Line A was with and Winnipeg, Co- Atlanta. Oh my God, right. Atlanta, Kovalchuk. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not half bad, though. Yeah, like most of the ones that you missed, you you wouldn't have got. Um, and then, so there was very few that were like, oh, yeah, like, why didn't you think of them? Yeah. And I'd say like Line A, Truck, Hosa, Gabrick, uh, Robitaille, prob- we probably should have got that. Yeah. Um, um, I'd say Hey Duke, Posternock. Hey Duke, I feel disappointed in myself for it. Yeah. Rick Nash. And Nash should have gotten to, but I, yeah. like, I didn't even get around to thinking about Columbus. And then you could say Pavelski and Marlowe and Terrace. Yeah. So that's like 12 guys. Like if you miss 12 guys, that's that's not bad. Um, you got 43%, average score is 58%. Sporkle says, next time try it without the blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know what, though? I'm impressed that I got Ottawa, like I said. And. Yeah. I got Calgary and Anaheim, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it looks impressive I that also you got, got all of Washington, but Toronto. it's one guy. So you got yeah, Toronto, so which is good, guy, yeah. but I, I did get Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Tavares and Sundin aren't necessarily like, you know, the the guys you think of first. So yeah, I forgot that one year that Tavares just decided to pop off. Yeah, you you should have gotten point to be fair, but um, yeah, but yeah, you did you did pretty good. So cool. Yeah, not bad. Probably better than I would have done. I, I should have done this first off air just to see. I usually do, but yeah, um, you have to try it and uh, and tell me how you did. Well, well I, I guess no. I guess now. Yeah, I know the answers. Yeah, never mind. yeah. I'll, I'll find like a fifty goal scorer one, and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali asks, "Where's Troy Terry?" Uh, this wasn't updated for this last year, so because Terry got yeah. forty this year, right? Because you would have also had three added for Calgary just for this yeah. season alone. In Lindholm, Kachuk, and Gaudreau. Yeah, yeah. So the last year was 2021, which was just Matthews. So, um, and uh, (laughs) Hallie, most impressive that you got Washington. Yeah, that was a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ali says, impressive knowledge, Nate, and impressive spelling, Carter. Thank you. Thank Allie. you very much. Thank we you try very our much. best. Nate's got the knowledge. I just know how to spell them all. Except <laughs> except Datsuk. I did have to look that one. <coughs> Excuse me. Jeez. Uh, all right. Oh. Well, that is uh, our episode there. And um, I, I guess we much. don't have um, we don't have NHL hockey to get back to and watch, but I guess we'll have highlights since we missed most of the game. <laughs> I, got, I got Kenobi to go watch. <laughs> yeah, there is Kenobi. So that's exciting. The, uh, the muted words on my Twitter apparently expired. And so I woke up this morning, oh. pulled up Twitter, and right away saw screenshots, and I'm like, "Fuck, okay." <laughs> oh no! Luckily, like nothing story wise got spoiled, but I just like saw one image, and I'm like, "Oh man, that would have been yeah. that would have been nice to see, like just cat like actually come up." And now it's I'm okay. Now I'm waiting for this to come up. Yeah. What is it? Episode five that they're on? Yeah. And so yeah, next week is the last uh, last episode okay. of that series. So I've been really enjoying this. Screw the haters that are going after uh, the actress that plays Reeve. I don't remember her name offhand. Um, racist fucks, and uh, and it's also it, it it's the usual Star Wars complaint kind of thing of like, oh they're they're doing this, they're doing. That. Basically, it's just it's not the original trilogy, and people are butthurt about it. Grow up. Gotcha. So. I'm enjoying the series. It's it's been a lot of fun. That's good. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, Allie wants to know. Hey, where can I get that cool <laughs> shirt, shirt, Carter? You can do so at uh, oh god, what is it? TQRshop.myspreadshot.com. My spread shop. It? You said spread shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> TQRshop.myspreadshop.com, or if you're in Canada, .ca is where you can get. A big quack energy shirt, uh, among many other things. Um, there's uh, we got tank tops for the summer season. We got bucket hats, which you know, Marcus, you could maybe use one of those. Yeah, so you don't get you might so need sunburned. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, tqrshop.myspreadshop.com. Yeah, I think the link is somewhere on our profile and Twitter. So it's still in the description, I believe, for this episode as well. Yes, also down there. So if you can't spell. As good as me, <laughs> you can just click on a link. It's like it's like second or third paragraph. Just click that. It's right there. Yeah. Go spend your money. Yeah, <laughs> Nate, where can they praise you for how great those designs look? Uh, you, you can praise me by buying a shirt. <laughs> fuck, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely kidding. No, uh, yeah, you can uh, if if you want to interact with me or that, uh, you can do so on Twitter at Tate Namas. T A T E N H O M A S. As well, I'm sure he would love to talk about Kenobi after he's seen the episode. So yes, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and you can reach myself at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 on Twitter. Uh, at Quack Report Pod is the show on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Instagram. Um, and then YouTube is the Quack Report. See you guys next time.